You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal Licata back on the fan. While you were sleeping, we discussed the Yankees beating the Mariners, at least getting back on track for a night. And I remember I was saying this yesterday before, you know, yesterday morning before the Yankees took the mound or, or took the field and Garrett Cole took the mound against Seattle that I just felt like this is the start of the Yankee run. Everybody wants to panic with them and ride that seesaw. I'm not getting sucked up in it this time. Okay, big deal. They lost four in a row. They'll be fine. They'll go on a run where they typically do seven of 10, eight of 10 and right the ship and everything will be okay because that's what the Yankees do. And last night, was the first of what I believe to be a a big run coming up here. Remember, too, it lines up nicely where they get the A's coming up next week in Oakland, the crappy Cardinals after that. I mean, the Yankees are not the Mets. They prove that all the time. So they're going to take advantage of the lousy teams. And they'll probably take advantage of the Mariners and Rangers, even though the Rangers have been very good. The Yankees are home here. And, you know, I just feel like this is the start of one of those runs that they'll get themselves back into it, start to give people hope. The biggest concern is that, and while Bader is back in the lineup, and that's a good thing, and while Carlos Rodon is starting, a, you know, he started a rehab assignment last night, and he's on his way back, just the idea that they have no idea about what Aaron Judge's deal is. I mean, how, how can we not know? We have no idea. There's no time frame. There's no timetable at all. A wait-and-see approach. I mean, what, are we, what is this, Jacob DeGrom? It could be two weeks, could be 20. I mean, what's going on here? Figure it out. There's got to be some kind of timetable. It can't just be unknown. Headed to the IL, uh, timetable to return, unknown. How is that possible? Six weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, three weeks, two months, three months, pick one. Not unknown. That's what's scary. Outside of that, though, I think the Yankees will be fine. The Mets, however, will not be. And the thing that we figured out yesterday, I was doing this for Baseball Night in New York, and I'm you know hitting it home several times because I think it's important. Look no further than the Mets issues with Verlander and Scherzer on the mound. They do not win their starts. End of story. Once, once this season, for obviously different reasons, whether it's health, whether it's poor performance, once this season have the Mets won consecutive games that Scherzer and Verlander started, you know, back-to-back days, once. And it was actually on the same day on the doubleheader that took place against Cleveland back in May. Scherzer pitched game one, which I happened to be at, and Verlander pitched game two that Sunday night. That's it. Outside of that, it's either been a loss for both or 
a win-loss. One time all year long, the Mets have won on consecutive days where Scherzer and Verlander start back-to-back. That is just, you. they're built to win on those two guys. It's hard to believe. Kevin is calling from Queens. What's up, Kevin? Hey, sir. How you doing, man? Kevin, okay. how are you? Yeah. You remember that feeling I had when, when Jacob DeGrom um, went to Texas? Yes. I have a harder one, man. I almost crashed my car when I heard the news. What? What What do you mean? What, and, what? and I can be, <laughs> listen, I can be greedy. I can be more hard, more happier than, than, than you, you know. Uh, you deserve that, but come on, man. You're the only guy who put that flavor on the overnight radio. Like you, you put everybody on notice, even ESPN. Everybody was like, "Who the heck is Alakara? What is going on with this guy?" What do you mean you ESPN? What they say about me? Huh? What they, they say about me? Trying to emulate, they're trying to emulate your show. Yeah, I bet they are. Yeah, but listen, I can be more happy, man. Um, congratulations on that um promotion. But uh, explain something to me, so. So Tiki's gonna join Evans, right? Correct. And then you're gonna you gonna stay with Tony. Correct. Yeah, I'm gonna join BT. Okay, so what about Fleeks and Marco? You leaving them Fleeks behind? I'm leaving. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I I don't have the choice. I can't take them with me. So yeah, they'll be behind with Chris McMonagle, who's taking over C Mac. Oh my God! Listen. I don't have any issue with Sid, Mike. I actually like to listen to him, but only on Friday, man. This this whole thing is gonna turn to Yankee Land. Now we got we got K Mac, we got um Susan and David Stewart, and now C Mac. It's gonna be like Yankee Land all night. Wait, and and, and, say, and who's running? Who's the Chief? director of the registration? Watch your water. What about the youngsters like Mike Fleet, Paul Patboyo, Paul Rossi, Tommy yeah, Yogi, RJ Stewart? And there's only, I mean, uh, there's only 24 hours in a day. You can't get everybody involved. You know what I mean? I mean, those guys will get their opportunities filling in. But for now, it's going to be Keith at at night and then C-Mac on the overnight. No, and why not to having a, an overnight duo instead of having, like, because you have Alan and Jerry. Now it's going to be you and Tony. Now it's going to be uh No, overnights. Why not to yeah, have, over, no. have Sue and Gallo? Well, you'll, you'll have a, you'll have a, 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 you know, I'm sure McMonagall will get Fleegs involved. And, you know, Fleegs obviously a Met fan, so you have a Met fan representation there. And, and again, that's... You know what it is with Chris? He's a cool guy, but he's the type of guy you would love to talk a sport at a barbecue. Not on the radio. He, he's like a storyteller. He'll make it for you. Kevin, will you, will you give him a chance, please? And also, let's not critique yes, the uh, entire lineup so, here, please. I will, and I'm gonna make my effort to stay awake and make night to, you know, listen to you and everything as a lawyer fan, you know. Now you're gonna have more time to spend with the family, so I can be more happy, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad somebody's happy about that. Yeah, listen, tell me something. When we, when we gonna get Redo Bogle back? I don't care if he's three home runs in the game. I don't like the guy anymore as a baseball player. He doesn't He's not a baseball player. He's not a baseball player. He's a designated hitter that's actually starting to hit a little bit, you know, because he's swinging the bat, which is nice. Because to hit, you actually have to swing the bat. But when are they going to get rid of him? They're not. I mean, they're not going to. If they didn't dump Vogel back already, now that he's come back and shown some signs of life after his mental respite, and they're not getting rid of Vogel back. And by the way, at this point, Kevin, who gives a crap? They're done anyway. Listen, 
if I wouldn't be in the office when I traded that guy to the, um, what was the name? Holder? Kyle Holder, something like that? The guy that we traded to Peaceful for, for Vogelback? Mm-hmm. I would have rather had another player and, take, and, and, and kind of like convince the Colorado Rockies to give me Charlie Black Moon. <laughs> you know? No, I know. Charlie Black Moon, even, listen, if he doesn't, if he, <laughs> he doesn't scare you with the bat, he's going to scare you with the face. The guy's going to look at you like he's hungry. <laughs> you know, Charlie Black Moon, he was the guy. Okay, you don't like J.D. Martinez, get Charlie Black Moon in the DH, and that's it, problem solved. Yeah, well, I don't know about problem solved. There may be one problem solved, but what about the others? And thank you for the call, Kevin, and for the kind words. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're you know bringing Charlie Blackman because of his beard. You scare some people away. You know, you're funny, Kev. Eric is calling from Ron Conkham. What's up, Eric? Hey, Sal. Uh, good morning. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear Stuart's okay, but. Uh... Is you know, he though? I mean, I, I know he called. I don't know if that I would say well, he's okay necessarily. All right. Well, well, he, uh, he he's alive and well apparently. That, right. That's, uh, that's, uh, you know, uh, you know, we we were all talking amongst each other. We were, we were a little worried, but uh, you know, look, <clears throat> everyone's throwing some nice uh, sentiments out there and everything, and and you know, which I completely agree with. You know, if I start going down that road, I'm going to turn into a blubbering idiot. But you know, the, all I, all I can say is. You know, we've had some interesting conversations with each other. To, you know, the, when you were working the uh, uh, the uh, CBS line, and I got pulled over one night, and you started over uh, the uh, coming out of the break. You know, with the while you were sleeping, Eric got pulled over by the police. We don't know what's happening. You know, which was hysterical. You know, um, to the yeah, point where the you know when, when my line cut out, yeah, and you had it. Yes, were, I was just gonna. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, we've had some weird yeah. interactions there. I mean, to the you know to the point where that got put all over the morning show and everything. I mean, it's been great stuff. You know, you can't, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's certainly you know great, uh, you know, uh, radio and, and TV when you're on and everything. And I and I tell you, you know, it's funny. While while I'm, you know, uh, yes, I'm upset. You won't be on the overnight. You know, my father actually is extremely thrilled now that uh, he'll be able to listen to you at a time when he's up. So. <laughs> Because you know, he's always saying, he's like, I love when Sal yells. I mean, I know, you, I know you're like, oh, I wish they didn't know me for that. But uh, yeah, he, he actually looks at it as, you know, great energy coming from you. That's why he enjoys right. watching you. Well, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I told you. I told you. Not that I'm surprised that people like that, but it is funny to hear where it's not something that necessarily <clears throat> I am. If I say I'm not proud of it, it makes it sound like I'm embarrassed by it. I'm not necessarily, but it's just weird that everybody loves it. Oh, I love when you yell at the well, car. Yeah, but you know what though? It's not. It's not because you're you're you're, you're uh, yelling because you're you're angry. You're, it's because of energy. There is a difference. You know. Right. I, I mean, and uh, you know, it's well, funny sometimes I, I heard I'm angry, you, but yeah. Well, I mean, because you 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 were bringing up some of the comments that came over on. Uh, Baseball Night in New York about some of the feedback. Uh, someone <laughs> said, you know, they wish you were off BBNY, which was, you know, that, that, that in itself was funny. But, uh, you know, uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm glad for you. I mean, we, we all, everyone who works the overnight hours always wishes something can change so that you get out of that schedule. It, it is brutal. So, but, uh, you know, get yeah, on the match like a, real quick. It, it, 
the the way that you say it, yeah. yeah, I'll let you get to your Mets point in a second. The way that you say it, it's yeah. like yeah, everybody everybody in this overnight jail roots for each other to get out of it somehow. And when somebody leaves, it's like, hey man, we're gonna miss you, but good for you to get. It, it feels like like I it's it's life. People make this a lifestyle, and you know it, a lot of people work overnights and are up these hours. As I've learned from doing it, sometimes I'm surprised at how many people listen or call or, or say that they've heard me at, at certain hours. So it, it is a, um, I don't know, it's a it's a great way to bond with people because you have a unique lifestyle where you're up where everybody else in the world is sleeping. But it is funny to hear where oh you know what we're gonna miss you, but it feels like one of us is getting out and, and good for, good for you. Well, well, you know it is because it, it's you know uh, while while there are some people who I think naturally have you know would rather have that schedule in the overnight, but I mean some of us just have to do it because we really have to, right. um, and, and I think that's really more of of the uh, the relief part on on wishing someone well uh, getting out of that schedule. The ones who have to work the overnight and they put would, would rather not, but uh, you know you, you mentioned the. Uh, the mess, you know, maybe having a run uh, in them for this season, and while I'm I'm very skeptical about that, you know what tends to happen when when you run uh, once, you know, after not having done for a while, you end up pulling a hamstring. So, which is what I'm worried about with the, with the Mets. <laughs> you know, they they go on an eight out of ten or nine out of eleven, and then they end up losing the next four, you know, four or five kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, they, you know, they, 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 that's they, just the way the season's been. So. They, that's exactly right, and thank you for the call, Eric. We appreciate checking in, as always. And that's exactly right. I mean, I have no faith. I do think that at some point, they're too talented to not have one little run. Now, what will that mean? Maybe nothing. Maybe their little run won't mean anything. And they still fall way short of the postseason. I mean, obviously, that's the goal. The Braves are, forget about that. I mean, bringing up the Braves is comical at this point. What I want to know is, how come it's possible for the crappy Miami Marlins to be better with a with a payroll that is a fraction of what the Mets are spending, how come the crappy Marlins have no trouble getting to 10 games over 500, five and a half games back of the Braves, and yet the Mets are buried 13 games back? How is that even possible? I don't understand it. That's what's annoying. They shouldn't be this bad. This is going to be, if last year was one of the best seasons in franchise history, this is going to be one of the worst seasons in franchise history. It is always measured relative to the expectations. If this was a rebuilding year or just an average year where we weren't sure how the team was going to be, thought they were going to be bad, then being five games under five hundred wouldn't be that big of a deal. But with the expectations that they had coming into the year, being 13 freaking games back of the Braves where everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody expected this to be a two-team race, Mets and Braves. Maybe you thought the Phillies would be in there. Nobody thought the Marlins would be in there. And you expected two or the three, if you thought it was going to be Philly, to be neck and neck, battling it out all year long. For the Mets to be buried 13 games back before July is a total embarrassment. And it will be one of the worst years in franchise history. Steve is calling from Lindbrook. What's up, Steve? 
Hey, Sal, what's going on? Um, just want to say I don't really call too often because of my hours, but I uh, just want to congratulate you on your new slot and uh, looking forward to you and BT. I like the, Thank you, Steve. You know, Appreciate Met it. Met fan with the Yankee fan. I think it's like a good radio. So I think that well, would be great. That makes sense, right? You want to have that contrast there. I understand it. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> just want to talk about the Mets a little bit. Um, so what I'm thinking here is that you know, obviously they have a chance, you know, mathematically, but the eye test just, you know, this team just doesn't have it this year. So, like, what are your thoughts about, you know, if they don't, you know, pick things up in the next few weeks, what about trying to unload some of these veterans and trying to restock the farm a little bit? Because it seems like I'm the team could do well. I I'm all for it. Because I think that's the way to go. Because, I mean, best case scenario, I think maybe, like you said, if if they really go on a run, maybe they sneak into the last wild card. But do you really think they're going to, you know, make a run at the World Series? I, I I don't think so. No, I don't, but it doesn't matter what you or I think. It matters what Steve Cohen thinks. And if he's investing all this money in this ball club, he's going to say, well, we just got to get in. They're going to believe Epler, Cohen, Buck, even though Buck probably knows better, they're going to believe that they need to get in, A, because you just want to make the playoffs, and then B, thinking that, you know what, maybe Verlander and Scherzer can find it in the postseason and we get lucky. So I think they're going to do whatever they can to get into the postseason. I, however, would be open to breaking it up as much as you possibly can trade from this team that is not any uh, part of the future. I would look to do it and see yeah. if you could just bring in anything of value. Yeah, like I think the core, I think the core is still, I still trust the core going forward. Like, you know, the guys like Lindor, Alonzo, Nimmo, like I think those guys are going to be good for, for the future. But I think the last few years have shown us, like, I don't think you could buy a World Series. I think you really have to build a team through the farm. And the problem is, I don't know if I trust Epler from what I've seen and, you know, his track, uh, track record with the Angels to really make the trades and make the moves needed to really build the team from the ground up because it, you know free agency you can't you can't buy a championship you're getting most of the guys that hit free agency are on the back year of the, you know the back nine of their career I think What's going to happen, though, is you're going to have Stearns taking over. And thank you for the call, Steve. You're going to have Stearns taking over next year in all likelihood as the team president. And that will kind of bring new order where instead of it being Cohen, Billy Epler, it's going to be Cohen, Stearns, Epler. I mean, that's the assumption. I have no I'm not backing that up with any facts or reporting or anything like that. It just feels like that's been inevitable for a couple of years. So let's say once they do that with David Stearns, bring him in and have him be the president of this team. You know, then you trust him a little bit more than you do Epler. If you're skeptical of Billy Epler, you'd have to trust Stearns. And again, these things take years to develop. We'll see what Epler can do. But, uh, I mean, he's unproven. Had one good year, one bad year. And we're going to find out about this deadline again. It'll be telling. And there's already reports out there, oh, the Mets are not going to do anything at the deadline. They won't do anything. They better do something. Whether it's buying or selling, they better do something. Do something. Not like last year. We had a team that you you could you should have went all in on, try to go win a World Series, and they sit there and had Daniel freaking Vogelback and Darren Ruff and Michael Givens. I mean, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. And then they give you the excuses, well, nobody else is out there. Okay, fine. Show me what you got this year now. 
I'll give you that. Last year, there wasn't everybody there for you. Okay. You didn't like the options? Do something this year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Fan 877-337-6666. Go to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. I'm wearing my nice new Islanders little zip-up jacket that they sent. What a first-class organization out on the island here. 50th anniversary Islanders zip-up. My name on it. I mean, just a for, nothing better than walking into the office, having a nice little gift package, the Islanders logo on it. I mean, what a Mr. Ledecky, everybody at the Islanders, a first-class organization. I've been trying to tell you. I mean, I know Gio talks about it all the time, and then he brought me along to go out there and and have fun. Uh, You know, last year during one of those games in the owner's suite, a tremendous time. The Islanders are just a first-class organization. Bleep the Rangers! Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, Yeah, I said it. So what? You know what the Rangers sent me? Nada. The Rangers send me nothing. The Islanders make you feel nice. They treat you right. First class organization all the way. With a tremendous owner. So what? I grew up a Ranger fan. I'll root for the Rangers. You know that. I can't take that out of me. I'm a Rangers fan. Excited about LaViolette. I mean, I didn't love it at first, but all right. I could get behind it. But I'll tell you this. I'm rooting for the Islanders. Not against the Rangers, but I'm rooting for the Islanders. How could you not? They make me jerseys. They send me shirts. Islanders show me more love than my wife does, for goodness sake. You get what you give. You show love, you get love back. Mr. Ledecky has shown love. He gets it back. And screw all of you if you don't think I would like the Islanders. You're telling me who to root for? I don't care what you say. I grew up a Ranger fan. I am a Ranger fan. And I'm allowed to root for the Islanders, a first-class organization. Harry is calling from Woodside. Hi, Harry. Hey, Sal. Good morning. How are you? Good, Harry. How are you? Good. Congrats on your new gig. Thank you. Appreciate it. Listen, before I get to my Met I just I know I've spoken to you before. I, I do the baseball, tw- you know, stadium tours. I know you're into that. 
And last Wednesday and Thursday, I went to uh, Target Field in Minneapolis and completed my uh, circuit. So I've done all 30 current parks and 51 total. So I'm done for till they build a new one in, in Vegas, I guess. <laughs> wow, Harry. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. That is something that is high on my list. I, I've got, I think, yeah. seven to go. I got to get it done. Good for you, man. Yeah. What would you, what would you say is your? Give me your top three. Well, I everybody always asks me that, and I still I still with the top two go with Fenway and Wrigley because of the historic and uh, value, and, and they're and they're beautiful stadiums, and and where they're located, it's great. But the the my favorite current of the thirty I've gone to is San Francisco. Okay, yeah, I, I hard yeah. to argue against that one. It's a it's a beautiful yeah. park. I love but it. But there's so many, there's so many nice ones out there now. It's, 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 you know, it's tough I agree. to pick up. I agree. We rank them, and we, you know, a lot of people say San Francisco or Pittsburgh is great. But like, I liked, I loved Petco in San Diego. I loved Colorado, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love, I love um, one that's not get doesn't get mentioned a lot. Was always one of my favorites. Was uh, Cleveland. I, I don't know. They change the names of these fields all the time. It was Jacobs Field, and and yeah, I and call Jake. I still call it the Jake. That's what we show. Baltimore is great. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I love Philadelphia, too. I think Citizens Bank is good. City Field gets overlooked just because it's kind of, you know, we take it for granted being that it's here. But uh, I agree. Look, I love nothing more. One day I'd like to do all major um, teams, you know, do all hockey cities and and basketball cities. Uh, Baseball, though, is it's special. I got to complete that list. Well, I went. I went over to the since you mentioned. I went over to the football stadium because that Thursday was a night game. So I went over to the football stadium. What a beautiful looking place that is! Oh my god. Yeah, I've been outside of there as well. When I went to visit, um, when I went to Target Field as well, I've been outside of what do yeah. they call that? Um, uh, oh, bank something. Yeah, bank, bank USA Bank. I think it is USA yeah. Bank. Yeah, USA. It bank. is nice. Yeah. But listen quickly on the match. I, um, I don't get the. I listen to you a lot. Like I said, I'm going to miss you on the overnights, but I'm glad you got the new gig. But uh, the I don't know if you mentioned it Monday or Tuesday with the Mets Sunday's game. I hate to go back to Sunday, but you know he brings Robertson in. He gets eight pitches and he doesn't come out for the night. They bring in home run ball out of Vito, and then after the game, Buck says that if they had the day off Monday, he might have went to Robertson too. We we're in no position to be waiting about the next day. Right, they're I don't the get win it now. Yeah, I, I know. Look, I'm not going to go to the whip though. And thank you for the call, Harry. I know Buck is. Look, he, he's going to get criticized now for everything he does because the Mets are losing. So you're looking for somebody to blame. He hasn't been perfect. I understand it, but there's reasons why he's making the decisions that he is. I still trust him. Uh, you, you can't just all of a sudden, you know, not trust Buck Showalter when he's one of the smartest managers in the game. I, I get it. You may not like the explanation for it. But I'm not going to the whip with Robertson. It's it's early, you know, or not early June. It's late June. I understand the games are important. This is not September baseball here, and you're trying to win games to get into the postseason. You can't burn David Robertson out because if you lose him, you're. I mean, you can finish in last place. Brett is calling from Long Island. What's up, Brett? <laughs> 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 oh, you're gonna miss me the most. You, I know, Sal, I know you're gonna miss me the most. Sal, what a selfish move by you. What What'd about I do? me? What about me? <laughs> Who am I supposed to call 
and talk about the Giants going to the Super hey, Bowl. C Mac, C Mac's a Giant fan. You should be in your all your glory. You guys can uh, talk about Daniel Jones all you want. Yeah, but I have years of getting under your skin. I got to start all over again. Well, I mean, what? You're not awake during the hours of ten to two. I don't know if it's going to be the same dynamic. I mean, Brandon's got the big voice, you know. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I the one well, thing I thought about well, was now. <laughs> that you by yourself is. is I know. I know the t the slot is terrible, but you carrying a show by yourself is. It's just different. Um, you know, it's going to be a different dynamic, right, with you and Brandon. Agreed. And I don't even know what to expect. First time for me. Me and Billy talked about this. I think everybody was talking about what it would be the pairing. I thought it was going to be Evan for some reason. I, I wanted your opinion on that. Did you? Did you know this? Like you probably couldn't say anything, but. When did you know it was going to be Brandon and this was happening? Uh, well, I don't need to get into the details of it, but th this is not something that was that I knew for a long time. Let's put it that way. Okay. Anyway, Sal, congratulations, man. Well-deserved. Uh, I take a lot of credit. If it wasn't for me and our calls and, you know, going viral, you know, you probably wouldn't even have gotten it. So <laughs> you can thank me whenever you want. But Sal, yeah, man, I, be good, and I'll talk I to you soon. Congratulations. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate it. And even though you may not be, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Brett, he drives me nuts. Oh, how do you deal with him? I actually do enjoy your calls. I like getting into it. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I like trying to get you to understand. Sometimes it's banging your head against the wall, but I like trying to get you to understand where I'm coming from. But, yeah, I mean, it is a different dynamic. There's no question about it. That's something that I'm going to have to adjust to and, and learn because when you do a show, you know, the, the way that it starts out your career generally in radio, for the most part, is you start doing solo shows. And you get to a point where you get comfortable. You, 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 I talk about what I want to. I don't have to ask anybody. I, I know what I'm going with. I know where I'm going in a certain conversation with a certain coming back from break, whatever. It's all me. It's my show. But when you share it with somebody else, especially somebody else who's established like BT, there's going to be a, a you know a give and take there. There's going to be a balance there. A feeling out process. Got to get used to it. But I'm excited for it. It's time to for me to evolve as a host as well. You know, I've done this for a while now, and I feel great about it. Don't get me wrong, and I enjoy doing it. But it's time for a new challenge. And this will be a challenge. Looking forward to it, though. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? Ciao. What is up, my guy? How are you, Hector? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And since today's a celebratory night, I'm going to ignore your sellout tendencies with this whole island and stuff, but whatever. Um, yeah. And I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, though, buddy, you are nuts. You are so nuts. I've been fortunate to spend a little bit of time with you and your wife. And I don't know how you have the guts to say the things you said, because that's a good lady you have there, but a tough lady. I see. I you know, see how uh, you get. Yeah, of all, uh, you saw the feistiness. Of all the challenges that I face with this new opportunity, that may be the toughest one is watching I what I say because now she might be listening or more people that she knows might be listening. But here's my theory with that. I don't give a crap. I'm going to be oh, me. I have to be me. Oh, my goodness. 
Look, watch yourself, buddy. Watch yourself. But, Sal, listen, man, I, you know, I've spoken to you privately. You know I was pestering you. I thought we were friends until I couldn't get any information from you. So I started to question that. And I am so happy for you, but not just for you, but for your wife, for your mom. Now she doesn't have to stay up all hours of the night to listen Good point. to you. Because I know she does, and we love her for it. Um, and, and, and it's well-deserved. You've earned this. Um, and I, I'm so happy for you. Like everyone else, I, you know, I care. I appreciate I, you know, it. I appreciate everybody that. Thank you very much. Things. Yep. No, no, thank and, you, guys. And, and, and I appreciate you, it. Thank, thank you, because also, listening to callers, and I, I got to admit, I'm uncomfortable. I'm humbled by how many people bring up my name. And I got to thank you for that. And yeah, listen, I know I myself, because I didn't just call you, right? I've called every show on the fan. And I've made a little bit of a name for myself, I would like to think. But you helped enhance that in this time that you've been in this oh, time. I made slot. you famous. I made you famous. <laughs> Give credit well, where listen. credit is due. Relax, okay? Relax. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just... I'm trying. Wait. What you come on! You come on the air last year, predicting that the Mets were going to win the division like a fool. Oh I mean, come God. on, Hector. Here we, here we go with this nonsense. Yeah, because I followed another fool whom I love and trust, <laughs> and led me down the wrong path. But anyway, <laughs> no, Sal. But this is seriously, man. And, and, and you know, we've had some great conversations. Um, like I said, I've spent some time with you. You've pushed me to do things. You are the reason why I do now these things on Twitter that I call blunt thoughts and. It's gone well. It's made me happy. It's I've interacted with so many people, and, and I'm just happy for you. And, and, and the best thing about this is, Sal, I tell people, listen, the fan is the fan, right? But there was a time where, as listeners, if something happened with the Jets, the Mets, whatever, you could not wait to hear Joe and Evan. You know, Joe for his take on the Mets, I mean, on the mm -hmm. Jets and the Mets and Evan, and also, you cannot wait, no matter what happened in sports, to hear what Mike and, 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 and Dog had to say, right? And I don't feel like the fan has really had that lately. I feel like now with you, and I'm not the biggest fan of BT. I'm going to have to become one because you know I'm going to be there 10 or 2 every day. I can now also switch my schedule back to daytime because I did well, become more of a night person thanks to you. But now that time slot, again, becomes must-listen. What does Sal have to say? What does Sal have to say about what happened with the match? What does Sal have to say about what happened, whatever, in, in, in New York sports the night before? And I look forward well, to it, buddy. And I, I'm just so happy for you. For I appreciate that. You know, you know I appreciate that, Hector. Thank you very much. And look, that's the goal. I mean, we want to do an entertaining show and a show where people want to tune in and hear what we have to say. Simple as that. And have to work to get there. It doesn't just come right away. I mean, you feel like it's, you know, I, I wanted to establish that on the overnight, but it's a lot more difficult to get people to stay up till 2 a.m. and, hey, I want to hear what Sal has to say. So instead, it's like, you know what, I'm going to go to sleep and I'll check out what Sal had to say last night on the free Odyssey app, which you can check out regardless. One more before we break. Joni is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Joni? Happy first day of summer, Sal. Oh, you too, Joni. I didn't even realize that. That's right. First day of summer. Wow. Yay. Yay. Now, we have a couple of ideas for names for your upcoming gig. And may I? Oh, names for what now? You're your talking about the show with BBT? Okay, yeah. Yes. Two bald men in a sports show. Okay. And bald is beautiful. Well, I do think bald is beautiful. I don't know if that name is beautiful for a talk show. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, um, you also you know, did mention um, ballparks across America. Shea is my favorite city field. I'm still calling it Shea. Um, Pittsburgh is fabulous. And there's so much to do in Pittsburgh. And um, Wrigley, of course. Yeah, I think Wrigley and Fenway, thank you for the call, Joni, and for the suggestions. Let me just say something about that. The The name of the show is, to me, irrelevant. It's not the name of the show. It's the show. I get you want to have a catchy name, whatever it may be. It's It doesn't mean anything. People get caught up in that stuff. Who gives a crap what the name of the show is? Hit the music. Let me turn the mic on. Let's go. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll finish up with your calls. Omar is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Omar. Good morning. How are you? Salakata going to 10 o'clock with Brendan Turney, huh? I I wanted you at 6 to 10. Uh, 2 to 6, the real prime time. You could have replaced Craig Carter. The real Craig Carter you have replaced. You need some anniversary. 10 to do your baseball show. So you're going to stay in the city for uh, from 8 o'clock in the morning to like 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the night? No. I mean, maybe maybe a couple days a week. I still haven't decided if I'm going to do the late night show at SNY. I think the plan is for now to maybe do it once or twice a week. But I am going to do the Baseball Night in New York show. So I'll get done at 2 o'clock. I'll have a couple of hours before I have to go to SNY to prepare for the show at 6 o'clock. And then I'm done at 6.30. So, I mean, that'll be the majority uh, of my schedule. Yeah, good luck. Uh, I'm going to miss you. There. You brought some energy in the nighttime. I will remember that. I, I brought some energy. The morning, you, you but brought it was some... a pleasure talking you. to you, and we will be in touch. And Brendan Denny, you can make a good Yankee bat fan, a little bit rivalry. It can be a little bit influential. We'll listen to the talk show. I Good luck. Enjoy your new show, and we'll be in touch. But... The way you say, I don't care about uh, <laughs> the island in the class. I don't care about whatever you say, but I do care that Sal Gunner is living. I'm going to miss Sal Gunner in the night show. He was a uh, player listening to you, Sal Gunner, in the night. Well, well, well wait, wait a minute. Are you not going to listen, though, during the midday? You're not going to call no, him I during the midday show? Yeah, I will listen. But uh, who, uh, who is uh, hosting the show with you? Like, uh, I, I know uh, 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 Brandon Turney, but who is... Uh, uh, like co-hosting the show uh, behind the doors. They are, are the, uh, producer? The, the team. The, the, the team the who producer. is the producer on the show. Yeah, Pete Hoffman's the producer. You make sure you look okay, okay, you right, better so, give us a call. Uh, 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 that, that's a good thing. That will continue. So I'll be in touch. I will definitely be listening. But sometimes, like, uh, this is my time. I'm busy on the deliveries, but uh, I, I'll definitely listen to it. But uh, uh, the, the nighttime is my real saga. That you you want to play here to watch. The energy that you brought it in. Mark Malusa, I miss when he left. And... Uh, you are the second person uh, that I'm going to miss uh, dearly on uh, uh, the All night right. show because uh, you you and Mark Malusas were the class act. I really enjoyed uh, listening to both of you. And my uh, knowledge of sports with Mark Malusas has increased tremendously. He's a, uh, he's a number one class and you're a number one class. We'll well, be I appreciate now. that. We'll be I, I, and Omar, your energy, and thank you for the call, your energy is unmatched. You talk about me, my energy, your energy is insane. 
I thought I did have good energy. And then you started calling. I'm going to miss your calls if you don't call. So try to get to us from 10 to 2. Mike is calling from New Rochelle. What's up, Mike? Hey, Big Sal. How we doing, brother? How's everything? Mike, how are you? Not bad. Uh, for my boy, uh, Wildy, who's one of your biggest fans. He never called up before. He doesn't have the guts to do it. But uh, my boy, Patty, my boy, Big Matt, my boy, all my people at the Hunts Point Market, Local 202, we all listen to you at the overnight, you know, one year working, you know, one year on you, one year working. But uh, good luck, man. You know, I think it's going to be more of a good, a better listen uh, with the Met Yankee perspective, you know, because you're definitely a Met fan. He's definitely a Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good hookup, you know. And um, like I said, I got a quick question before you go. I know you're pressed for time, but how many halves does it take to make a hole? Uh, I don't know. Well, it takes two halves, right, to make a hole? Oh, yeah, I thought this was some kind of trick question. You were being no, serious about that? No, it's a simple question. Simple oh, question okay. to all my fans right now. How many what? halves I... does it take to make a hole? Right, yeah, one half plus another half equals one hole. Right. Right? Right. So do you think the, the second half is going to be as bad as the first half? <sighs> uh, it's a good question, Honestly, Mike. You think about it. Forget about, you know. No, they got to be better. better. They, I got they, a weird feeling be Diaz is going to come back. Diaz is going to get come back. He's going to come back towards the end. He's going to bolster that back end, you know, and something's going to happen. Well, Diaz, They're going to make a Diaz, move. But... Diaz isn't coming back. I mean, I, he, he could I work his he way back. Be. Uh, I have a I, weird I feeling he'll be back. I can't imagine he's going to be back. And thank you, Mike, for the call, for the positive words, and for the, what I thought was a trick question, but a real question. Look, logically speaking, two things. Number one, based on everything we've seen from the Mets so far this year, there's no reason to believe they're going to be better in the second half. Number two, you look at the talent on the roster, you have to think, how the hell could they not be better in the second half? So are we going to go based off of what we expected to happen before the year started or based off of what we have seen through the first half of the year? This is not one month. It's not two months. It's three months of bad baseball. They've been consistent. This is not, all oh, they go on a run and then they struggle. No, they've been consistent. They've been losing the majority of the series that they've played. That's consistent. So why would you think it's going to turn around? The biggest issue, because you could point to Alonzo getting hot. You can point to Lindor and Marte picking it up, as you've already seen signs in that regard. You can think that Alvarez and Beatty will improve and become more consistent and impactful. My issue is Scherzer and Verlander. Those guys are the biggest problems. That's how this team was built, and that's why this team has failed. Because those two guys have not gotten the job done. And if the Mets don't pick it up in a hurry, and by the way, even if they do pick it up, they're still bordering uh, borderline irrelevant anyway. But if they don't pick it up in a hurry, there's not going to be anything to talk about. Getting close to the official end. Like, we could say they're done a couple of weeks back, as I did. But it's getting close to officially being buried here. And having that wait till next year to be able to even talk about this team, especially once we get past the trade deadline. 
All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleeks, as always. Thanks to Rami helping out as well. Appreciate each and every one of you callers and listeners, of course. Callers, too. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the kind words. It means a lot to me. Back again tomorrow, same place, same time, 2 a.m., following the Mets, following the Yankees. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.